I keep expecting it. There he oh, goes. Nope, there's the concert. It's still happening. Yep, here's the concert. It's still occurring. What instrument are we playing, executive producer? He's he's playing the song of his people. He's playing some sort of percussion instrument made out of an Apple watch charger and my desktop. Don't you dare push that button. No. <laughs> Sir. Sir, do not turn off the computer do again. Not. Don't do so, it. He was reaching. Well, it glows. So he reaches over and he wants to push the power strip button because it glows and it's pretty. Sir. Sir. Is our quality content that terrible that you just want to shut down this whole production? Apparently. Is that what this is? He's very particular about the quality of our uh, in-between hiatus material. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, child. Has your concert ended? Um, uh, to be determined, he unplugged something. Oh, good. And is chewing on something else. Oh, so. good. It's important things. Yes. I mean, he was playing the epic instrument of the blinds earlier, so. Yes, he was playing the blinds. It's it's true. Well, I guess our executive producer is being a little bit of a Karen today. <laughs> He's being very uh, critical of uh, our work today. Very critical of our work. Very in our face, whether we yes. like it or not. Well, welcome to another listener's episode in our lovely hiatus. We are going to be bringing you some Karen stories today. Yeah, we're talking about you, sir. Talking about you. <laughs> He's like, what? Yeah. Well, it's it's literally only been a couple days since we recorded last, so we have really nothing to tell you. <laughs> no, we don't have anything to tell you because we're in the middle of the process so many processes so many so many processes one of our favorite categories and one of your favorite categories for those of you that come to the live show absolutely wtf karen yes this is typically a fan favorite um at the live show because we get some really great stories from all y'all about some karens so we're gonna (laughs) we've got a few Short but fabulous gems for you today. Do you want to start this time, Ash? I would love to start this time. So we've got Chelsea, who is Pixel Beads and Bombs. At Anime Iowa a few years ago, there was an older woman trying to peek under a bathroom stall. I asked if she dropped something, and she said no. She was looking at a person's shoes. And I was like, oh, yeah, a lot of cosplayers have really crazy heels and stuff. And she's like, no, pretty sure that a man just came in here. I'm looking to see what direction they are pointing. I wish I hadn't been too shy to tell her to mind her own damn business. That said, if that person was cross-playing, their makeup and body language game must have been on point. Still, WTF Karen. As a cross-player, I have kind of had this happen to me before. (laughs) Yikes. No one's ever said anything to me, but I've definitely got that look of, are you supposed to be in here? But like, at the same token, if you're in a... Right? When you can't see anybody and nobody can see you, why does it matter? I don't know. Like, I get the whole, like, like, I've definitely had the situation where, like, I'm at the sink washing my hands and someone walks in and you definitely can tell they're taking that double take of, like, oh, shit, did I walk in the wrong bathroom? Uh Uh-huh. Like, that for sure has happened. And then I'll, like, just be like, no, you're good. Because sometimes my crossplay game is on point and you can't tell. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's another situation where it's like, why, why, do, why, why does it matter, friends? Like at C2, most of the bathrooms were gender neutral. I know I was just going to say that. That was like one of my favorite things about C2E2 actually was that they took all the freaking labels off the bathrooms. There was like at least in every like section, at least one, if not more than one gender neutral restroom. So if you had to pee, you just went in like it wasn't a big deal. No, it was fine. All I care about is did you wash your hands? Right. Did you (laughs) wash your hands? Did you wash your hands? That's really all that matters. Yes. Hands, soap, please, thanks. People are rude sometimes. Oh, he's agreeing down there. He is agreeing. Hey, mister. We're going to come and you want to steal one of these so you can listen? Here, buddy. Are you going to listen to us? We have to watch our language now. You listening? Oh, our executive producer is listening to our, our work at the moment. He's like, I don't know how I feel about that, mom. I don't think he likes the, the earbud. No. That's okay. You don't have to have it. You have to let me have it, though. Yeah, he doesn't want you to have them either. Nope. <laughs> so we need to get you a pop filter and your own earbuds that you can throw around. I think I have a really old pair of iPhone earbuds somewhere. I mean, I'm sure there's extra sets floating around the house, but... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we already got baby's first microphone and feels like everything else at this point. Right. Well, I'm gonna listen. Gonna read my story here while you, uh, you hang out there, executive producer. Yep, quality control. Quality control, up close and personal. All right, so we have a story from Laughing Rat Cosplay, who you all have met before during our cosplay history episode. And Beth says. Only one I've got is the time I was in a contest green room and the person lined up in front of me gave me a lecture about correct sewing technique and pointing out what they considered flaws in my outfit. Said person's cosplay was held together by duct tape in multiple locations and there was visible hot glue running out from some patches on their jacket. Then I received a judge's award for exhibiting the best sewing skills. I was immensely amused by the situation. Wow. (laughs) Uh, That might be better than the people that criticize your cosplay that aren't cosplayers. Oh, well, yeah, that's happened multiple times. Yeah. I mean, that's that's been like a no brainer. That's happened. I mean, we've also had people make comments trying to make themselves feel better in the green room. That happens every once in a while. Um, where someone tries to pick apart somebody else's costume trying to make themselves feel better because they're feeling insecure and inadequate at that time. Yes. Which is probably what this person was doing. (laughs) It's just always really funny when it's like... I mean, this is particularly funny because Beth is known for being ridiculously good at sewing techniques. (laughs) And then this person is obviously the opposite where they use duct tape and hot glue. And this, like, mindset is something that maybe we'll explore. We explored a little bit in one of our episodes coming up for season two. But I just, it's its just made so much better by the fact that she won the best sewing skills judges award. I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, obviously, this person does not know what they're talking about. Well, and it's just one of those things, like, you don't have to give somebody your opinion 
Like, if they don't want your criticism, maybe you should keep it to yourself. Yeah, but if you but if you did, then we wouldn't have this kind of listeners episode. We also wouldn't have a future listeners episode. Well, a podcast, but also (laughs) a future listener episode on competing in general because there's some gems. So many gems. Just just the things people do during contests. I can't. Well, thank you, Laughing Rat, for sharing. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Our next one comes from Paige. It says, my second year of attending Cedar Rapids Comic Con, RIP CRCC, my friend was helping me fix part of my cosplay in a side hallway. Part of my skirt had fallen and she was helping me pin it back up. This lady comes by with a camera and without asking or saying anything, takes a photo of us. It made my friend and I really uncomfortable because we were both minors at the time, 15 and 16, I think. No warning or thank you. I'm really glad I had shorts underneath my cosplay. Not the first time I've had photos taken without permission, but definitely the most uncomfortable time since we had thought we were far enough away from people to not be bothered. Drive-by photos suck. That was a really big sigh, sir. Yeah, he doesn't like it either. He thinks he it's rude. He does not like it either. It is rude. Why would you take a picture of someone while they're fixing their costume? Well, and let's just not take pictures of people without their permission anyway. Like, I know you're technically in a public space, but, like, these are technically children that you're taking pictures of, and apparently one of them is not fully dressed. So maybe you need to think about your life choices. Hmm? Hmm? I mean, I feel like it should have been pretty obvious that they were not in a state to be having their photos taken. Well, then what quality of photo are you getting, like, in this particular instance? Whereas if you would have said, hey, can I have a photo of you? Then they could have finished fixing the skirt and then given you, like, a pose. Huh? I know. I So, like, we don't experience drive-by photos as much anymore. But, like, I remember back in, like, the early 2000s, particularly at, like, Wizard World, it was just rampant. People would just walk by with disposable cameras and just take pictures of you. It was the weirdest thing. Like, you'd just be walking in the, like, dealer's hall and people would walk by and take pictures of you and not ask. And it was so strange. Yeah. It's a little odd. It's very odd. I still remember the, like, line of people following my friend Aaron and I. I think we were Deedalit and uh, Piratus. But, like, not asking for photos, just, like, following us taking random photos. Yeah. No thanks. And we would have been like 16, 17, maybe 18. Like mm, maybe. Barely legal if that. Yeah, exactly. So. Baby L. Tiny baby. Again, don't follow minor children around and randomly take their photo without asking. It's creepy. It is creepy. I mean, it's also creepy when they do it when you're older, but now I just turn around and glare at them and they go away. There's, I mean, there's so many options, like the look, um, the strong language, so many things. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't happen very often now that we're older either. The creeps are not as interested, <laughs> which is nice. Well, and I also, I'm, I'm sure it's part of that, but also I feel like it's definitely policed better now by con staff and people as a community are more aware of, I mean, the Cosplay as a consent movement in general definitely touches on this. He agrees. He um, is enraged by this, yeah, apparently. So cosplay as a consent is a movement. And 
and people just in general being willing to call other people out on their bullshit even if the person who it's happening to is really uncomfortable yeah (laughs) he needs us to know his rage about this topic me too buddy because cosplay is not consent yeah say cosplay is not consent (laughs) close close enough is that so it's so what other tidbits do you have for us fred yeah yeah um we may be done for now but we still have more stories left so okay we'll we'll see that might that might have to be a sound bite (laughs) that's pretty hysterical (laughs) (laughs) okay well we'll move on to our next story and then um you can chime in executive producer on your opinions yes Mm-hmm. So our next story from Sarah. Um, it's more of an indirect Karen story. I went to a small con in Illinois, and it was threatening to storm most of the day. There happened to be a dance competition for mostly young girls at the same venue. Oh, well, we already know this is going to be a problem. As the day goes on, the weather gets worse until tornado sirens went off. The congoers and the dance competition families had to go to designated shelters. While the two events mostly remained separated, there were more than a few dance moms telling their babies to avoid the crazy people. The glares and low whispers from these people were rude and uncomfortable. I don't know what I wore that year, but their overall judgment behavior was really off-putting. Yikes. I mean, dance moms, that's gonna happen. Yikes. Just because we're used to the behavior does not make it okay well no obviously not it's the same as when like baseball teams show up during a con and you're like oh no drunk base and drunk baseball dads drunk baseball dads and judgy dance moms yep like yeah what do you think executive producer anything he has no opinion on this topic no opinion on this topic Maybe the next one. Yeah, he doesn't have an opinion on this topic, but... (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine being trapped in a tornado shelter with a bunch of dance moms. It has to be horrible. Because now I'm thinking of that, like, the dance mom TV show. And, like, being trapped in a room with those people, and I think I might die. (laughs) Like, I don't think I get between the Uh, attitude of the children and the parents. I think I would die. Yikes. I don't think I can handle it. You're like, just... Let me go outside with the tornado. Basically, it's, yes. it's better. It's, it's, better, it's better out better there. this way. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So we've got one more story for you guys, and this comes from Shay. Who says, "Okay, so I was dressed as Elizabeth from Bioshock Infinite about six months after the game released at NYCC. A man in a gi came and asked me for a picture, and I happily obliged." Once the photo was done, he put his phone away and asked me if I played the game. Of course I did. I don't cosplay from things I don't enjoy. And I told him this. Did you beat it? Yes. Did you earn the belt you're wearing? <laughs> I laughed before he could say anything else. <laughs> um. Yes, please. I love the witty comeback. Right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. I hate the <laughs> whole like, oh, but do you actually play this? Oh, but did you actually watch that? Does it matter? Like, in the end, does it really matter if we watched it or played it or did or didn't or... Maybe I just really liked character design. Right? I mean... Eh? 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 
But of course, he doesn't have any problem wearing something that he obviously didn't earn. So, well, I I will say that that the little one has never played anything Mario, and definitely was a Mario character for Halloween. So that's very true. Oh well. Oh well. I do think it's funny that he's obviously also in a costume that quote unquote should be earned, and has not. But is expecting her to have earned the privilege of cosplaying this character. So I have this habit of not playing games all the way till the end because either I get really busy or I get bored. So I would like never, ever be able to cosplay anything from a video game if that was like a weird rule. I mean, I still haven't played Final <laughs> Fantasy X at all. Oh, well. I played eight. And? And I did not finish it. It happens. It's not that big a deal, though. It's really not. It's really not. It's just... And they're they're always non-cosplayers, typically. But, you know. Producer? Oh, you're picking the percussion instrument back up again? Oh, we're gonna... Our concert's gonna start again? Well, they've got it... He's got it tangled around. Here, let me get that for you. He's going to return to playing the song of his people. Yes, that's going to be the outro. No, that's our outro today is is <laughs> him playing the be... song of his people. Well, I think currently he's going to do it on my kneecap. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, that's that's like fun. A scapula, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Can you check my reflexes? What's going on? I guess so. Nope, not yet. We're going to beat on the chair instead. It makes a much better noise than it did when he was beating on the side of my tower. I guess we should let our executive producer prepare for his encore here. Yep, there we go. Well, I guess we there should we, we should uh, hop off this thing before the concert starts again. I know. <laughs> He's, he has not signed away his rights to this music, so... Right, yeah, we don't want to get copy, you know, copyright infringement by having this music on for too long on the podcast. From our executive producer. From our executive producer. Your people will talk to my people? Yeah? Okay. (laughs) Well, it's been fun. Um, Thanks for this little check-in with us, guys. We will get you back to your regular content soon. So, I am Ash. I'm Elle. We are Lobby Cosplay. And this is Shit Cosplayers Say. You've been listening to Shit Cosplayers Say, an LVC production. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at PodcastSCS. Our website is LaVieCosplay.com. Have a fun, crazy con or cosplay-related story, absurd cosplay question, or just something in general to share with us? Email us at PodcastSCS at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and remember, just because you can doesn't mean you should.